so many times God has allowed certain things in my life and I thought it doesn't feel like God's being good to me in this you know yeah but I I've come to the understanding God isn't doing that to me he's doing it for me and he will see me through to the other side and I will be able to praise his holy name Amen. one of my most favorite quotes when we were on tour speaking together one of my most favorite things you ever said is Jesus Christ saved my soul but the Word of God saved my mind yes. and I really think that it so much of it has to do with replacing the lies that the enemy speaks to us with the truth of God that the Holy Spirit can use as a as, as, as a reminder constantly of God's love. And I think that that's really, really powerful. But another thing that I, um, that I give people is prayers to pray in that yeah. desperate in-between. Yeah, because it's one thing for us to go, okay, replace your thoughts with God's truth. And that's awesome. And it, it's wonderful. But at 2 a.m., mm-hmm. when you are miserable, and you're so tempted to send a text just hoping this will be the time he'll see the light and he'll yeah. come back to me. That's called the desperate in-between. It's yeah. not the moment of rejection, but you're not healed yet either. Yeah. So what do you do in those moments? So I typed out prayers that I really think That's if right. people will go through, they don't even have to think up what to pray. Yeah. They just read it. They're all scriptural prayers. And you just start praying the word of God, and you're going to pray yourself into the will of God. Yeah. And you're not going to text him at 2 a.m. And you're not going to go over and stay in his apartment because you're so desperate for that one last time, of that feeling of love. And you're not going to allow that person who has been emotionally abusing you to treat you that way anymore. And you're going to be able to stand up and say, I am a holy and dearly loved child of the almighty God. And I'm going to be responsible for the acceptance that he's already given me. That's the deal. I love that because there's three major statements that you make in here. Um, Because underlying, if we're going to accept God's love, then we've got to believe that God's good. That's right. And so tell us a little bit about those three statements. Okay, so the three statements are this. And and, and let me tell you, I wrestled with these three statements throughout (laughs) my life. And, um, And I really write vulnerably of how... I wouldn't say them unless I really, really knew them to be true. And so this wasn't just like an afternoon writing session where I wrote these out. This was a real, like decades of wrestling with this and finally coming to the understanding this is true and I can bank my, the foundation of my life on it. The first is God is good. Yeah. Our circumstances may not be good. People may not be good. Others may not treat us good. But God himself is good. And I dive into that in the scripture to say, you know, we live in a broken, fallen world where crazy things are going to happen. But we can't assign to God the actions of other people or the actions of maybe even something that happened at church. You know, God is God and God is good. Okay, so God is good. The next layer of that is God is good to me. And when I... You know, the activity I talked about, tracing God's hand of faithfulness. So many times God has allowed certain things in my life, and I thought, it doesn't feel like God's being good to me in this, you know? Yeah. But I, I've come to the understanding God isn't doing that to me. He's doing it for me. Yeah. And he will see me through to the other side, and I will be able to praise his holy name. Amen. And so God is good. God is good to me. And the last, and this is the most important, God is good at being God. 
no human should have to carry the weight of trying to be their own yeah. God. Right. No human should have to carry the weight of trying to figure things out. So many times in our society today with so many controversial issues, people will say, Lisa, what's your opinion on this? And what's your opinion on that? And they want me to make some big political statement. And I'm like, <laughs> why does my opinion matter? Why does my opinion matter? Yeah. God has already said the truth and that's where we need to go. God is good at being God. Yeah. I love that. And I'm just yes. thinking to people watching us on the other side of this screen, you know, those three statements are, are massive statements. And um, I know because you said you wrestled your whole life to get there and so have I, because for a long time, I didn't believe that God is good, because how could a good God let so many bad things happen? I certainly didn't believe that God was good to me. I think 12 years of abuse really just thought, well, even if God's good to everyone else, it's not to me. And some of you watching this, you're thinking that, well, you know, that's okay for you, Lisa, that's okay for you, Laurie or Christine, but God isn't really good to me. Or that God is good at being God. You kind of think, well, maybe if I was running the planet, things might look a little bit differently. But I'm here to tell you that the devil is a liar yeah. and God is trustworthy. The scripture tells us that God is light and in him there is no darkness. And this is just the phrase that I felt to say to you. God has no dark side. Mm. It took me many, many years to get to that truth Amen. that God has no dark side. People do. People do hurt you. Uh, life is full of broken humanity. The world is fallen and broken. But you need to know that you can trust God. God is good. God does good. And God is working all things together for your good. He has no dark side. He is trustworthy. He is worthy of your trust. I don't know what you're confronting in your circumstance right now. And someone has let you down. Someone has walked out on you. Someone has betrayed you. Someone has abused you. Someone has violated you. I want you to know God is not that someone. And you need to take the pressure off either your husband or your wife or your kids to be Jesus to you. Only Jesus can be Jesus. You can trust him with your broken places. You can trust him with you hurt with your hurt. Jesus will heal you everywhere you hurt. And I think that's the power of the message of this book is that people might have hurt you, people might have rejected you. Jesus will never ever reject you. At TBN, our mission is to use every available means to reach as many individuals and families as possible with the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you for helping make the gospel of grace go around the world. Without you, we couldn't do it. God bless you.